0: Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a let's-experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters from Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Nathan. How are you doing, Nathan?
1: Good. How about yourself?
0: Doing just fine. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself?
1: Sure. I'm Nathan Bianhel, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I've been playing at MCP for, since the beginning, but, uh... Yeah, so I never really got into it until this year. Uh, the first year I only played two mm-hmm. times, then the next year only four, and then after that I've been hooked. So I'm pretty new to the scene.
0: Uh, is there a specific affiliation that you've been playing a lot of?
1: Um, so lately, I've been playing. Been trying to play all the affiliations, mm-hmm. and uh, lately I've been trying to play Guardians of the Galaxy. Right.
0: Now. That's... Guardians are uh, a lot of fun even before they up, before they update.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, now I must ask the traditional question. What character that is not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol?
1: So, I'm a big Miles Morales fan, and up to probably last week, I would have said either uh, Olivia Octavius, mm-hmm. but... I've been watching uh, Hitmonkey, so I would think a Hitmonkey character would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, that that is a very fun call. Uh, But also, speaking on the Miles Morales angle, um, Mm -hmm. I am very firm in my belief that the next spider Froze leader should be Prowler.
1: Oh yeah, that would be amazing. I would definitely play uh, Prowler's intro every time that that character comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because we already have the people who hate Peter Parker. Let's get the people who hate Miles Morales in there. Absolutely. So, Um, with that being said, uh, who did you bring for us to talk about today?
1: Perfect. I brought Miles Morales today. He's uh, my favorite character. Uh, He's Hispanic, so that works with me. Uh, I'm Hispanic Mm -hmm. as well, so it's pretty Awesome.
0: Fantastic. And he is a three-threat leader, and so because he is Web Warriors-affiliated, we will not be taking him in Web Warriors. Absolutely. <laughs> as tradition dictates. Um, but he he has a lot of mobility. Um, he has a rank-free place into a rank-free attack at six dice, which is pretty dang good. Um, he has defensive rerolls, which is never a bad thing. Um and he has one of the most unique attacks in the game, Venom Blast. Yes. Which after an attack is resolved, the target character drops all objective tokens they are holding, which can be very powerful
1: and very annoying to your opponent.
0: <laughs> yes. Um but traditionally with the 4 dice builder, Miles has had some issues uh generating power. Yes. Which is where my first suggestion for affiliation comes in, which is the Inhumans.
1: I 100% agree. I had that in my mind, and that's, I thought that was great.
0: Yeah. Uh, just being, now that Advanced on has been changed, uh, Inhumans suddenly have the only uh, out of activation passing round of power. Yep. And it's an exceptionally powerful tool, and it allows him to turn one. Basically, it gives him a turn one charge. Yep. Because, um, watching uh, the same way, I like to play Zero in Inhumans, because you can pass the power over a long move and then charge. In a very similar way, you can pass the power over Miles, Medium Move, uh, Web Swing, and get a six die, range 3 attack with a possible throw on it. Yes. So that is that is something to be aware of um, as a possibility. Are there any that jump out to you?
1: Honestly, Inhumans is really good. I know that Miles is kind of power hungry, so maybe even like Brotherhood or Dormammu was even a thought at one point.
0: Yeah. Um, the other power generating affiliation, A Force.
1: A Force, and you know I haven't messed with A Force at at all yet either.
0: Yeah, A-Force is a really interesting affiliation. Um, You may get into that. Also, uh, another trick you can do in the same way is you can play Spider-Man in Steve Rogers Affiliated. That's true, too. And just make it so you can always webline no matter what each turn, just because it's only going to be one cost. He does not get the most benefit off of it, because you generally want those reactive powers where you can be spending down multiple times across the turn, mm-hmm. but, about, across the round, but it's still, we're trying to make Miles shine, and he is, he is a way to make Miles shine. Um, you also mentioned Brotherhood, and Brotherhood has two interesting components to it. Because, um, of course, it does have Magneto affiliation, but it also has Mystique affiliation. Which people sleep on. Definitely. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, my only thing is with Mystique, uh, I guess I want not really help out with the power issue too much.
0: It doesn't, it doesn't. Um, yeah. Because there is also a new card that's coming up in an upcoming pack that we have seen called Versatile Leadership. Or Versatile Uh-oh. Strategy. Yep. Yeah.
1: That one's where you change leadership uh, whenever... Like, it's a tactical card, you swap leadership, correct?
0: Yes, so when we get the actual full rules for people. So, I, yeah, versatile strategy. It's coming up in Juggernaut. And played... Uh, uh, an ally character with an active superpower may play this card. You may choose a non-active leadership ability of an ally character in your squad that corresponds to your squad's affiliation. That chosen leadership is now the active leadership. Instead, um, all effects of the original all, all effects of the original leadership ability expire.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that card to finally release in the U.S.
0: Yes, that will be very exciting. That's going to be that's really going to throw a couple affiliations completely up in the air.
1: Yeah, I definitely thought theme be a boost for Avengers, too, since they have so many leaders, and then, you know, you start off with Steve, and then you end up with uh, Sam. Or... Characters start dying out.
0: <laughs> or Hulkbuster.
1: Hulkbuster, yes.
0: Because Hulkbuster does have a leadership.
1: <laughs> yeah. No one ever talks about it, but yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Um... Then we talked... Uh, Dark Dimension is a good call. I definitely want to mm-hmm. keep that in our brains. Um, we could also put him with his sworn enemies, the Spider-Foes.
1: You know what? I'm never opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, just yeah. giving him the pure, the possible purist on his attack cancel some of his power issues at times. Mm-hmm. Um, just by making his attacks more consistent. Um, he also really enjoys the cover from Storm Leadership. And also the extra offensive we will could get from Guardians of the Galaxy, which we were talking about earlier. There are a lot yeah. of options. This game is very good at any character being at least solid in 70% of the affiliations.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially, you know, my favorite character is Miles Morales. I could throw him in pretty much any affiliation and feel pretty good about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the only place he does not shine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's because the affiliation is so goddamn weird, is Black Order.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not too killing, huh?
0: <laughs> no, he's not too killing. Um, so, is there other things that we have talked about? Is there an affiliation there that jumps out to you as the one you want to build around?
1: Honestly, I think Inhuman sounds awesome. Just passing him power and, you know, to make him shine so he can do his Venom Blast when, you know, on command maybe.
0: Yes. So, let's start off by getting the king of the Inhumans, Black Bolt, in there. Absolutely. Uh, Black Bolt is a very powerful. I think he is a little bit underappreciated mm-hmm. um, in this game just because of his consistency at times. And that he is so good on his builder.
1: Yes, and I think people forget about him until he flips and then he's a uh, force to be reckoned with.
0: Well, he also has one of my favorite turn, uh, turn one plays in the game. Because mm-hmm. it's like you want to flip Black Bolt super quickly. So, you use no matter the cost, You when someone's at a central extract, to punch mm-hmm. them, throw them off, the place at the extra, uh, at the uh, secure, at, at the point, throw them backwards into your team, and have done three damage to Black Bolt.
1: Wow. I don't think I ever thought of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I have done it to great effect alongside Red Skull.
1: Oh, I would love to see people's faces when that happens.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. No. It Red Skull as a battery in inhumans is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um and then of course we have to get in his wife. Medusa. Because she is a big part of the Inhumans in general, um and their strategies, Medusa. Yes. But then we have some questions. Um mm-hmm. Because we now have a slate of three threats. And I think we want at least two of them. But we have Beast, Crystal, Lockjaw, Miss Marvel, and Quicksilver.
1: Well, I think if we want to make Miles shine, maybe add Lockjaw.
0: I I can see that, but I think he's mm -hmm. mobile enough by himself. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um... But I think there is an obvious choice in there. Because there, uh, and I think that obvious choice is, uh, Miss Marvel.
1: With the tactic card?
0: Yes. So we can play A Better Tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I looked at that tactic card. There's a lot of movement shenanigans with that one. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, and if we want to go locked off for that second one, we definitely can. Um, or we can go more than two. If, mm-hmm. there's, if there's other stuff jumping out to you. But... Yeah. So do you yeah. want to get Lockjaw in there? Uh,
1: we can put it to the side. Uh, the only thing I thought about, too, was uh, Lockjaw has that uh, saving last-minute ability.
0: Yes, last-minute saves. Uh, yeah. It's... It's an interesting card. Um... And it definitely could have potential. So let, let's get him in the list for now and see if he gets bumped out because there right. are other stuff that we want to play. Um, Do any of those other sweet sweats jump out to you?
1: I don't know. I would have never had good luck with Crystal. Mm. But, you know, I'm always willing to throw it in there with all the SAS effects that happens.
0: Yeah. Um, I am a big fan of Beast. Beast. Awesome. Uh, medium base, medium move. Never going to complain about that. He size me, so he's hard, so he wins. Uh, so he's very annoying for a Valkyrie on a one v one flank. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has that two power throw. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like throws. Mal yeah. has a throw. He has a throw. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, are there any? Out of affiliation characters that jump out to you as people you want to talk about. Hmm.
1: Uh, do you think we would need a two threat
0: also, to bounce out
1: with uh, Black Bolt?
0: Two threats are never uh, a bad thing, unless you're playing. Unless you want to play towers, two threats are never a bad thing. Um, and we have a lot of two threats at this point.
1: Yes, and I love it.
0: Um. So so we have Black Widow, Bob, Bullseye, Nebula, Akoi, Rocket, Toad, Wong, and of course the new girl on the block, Honey Badger. Honey Badger, yes.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because I have I used to play Sam Spam, and yeah. I I bought a an extra Bob. I named him Roberto, Agent of Sam, and I painted him up like uh, you know a little blue suit with his little cap on and. Put a star in his chest. It's it's awesome. Never against, <laughs> never against Bob either.
0: Yeah, Bob's really good. Um, Nebula is a really interesting character just because of some of the new scenarios. Um, yeah, she is not the best on superpowered syndicate.
1: Nope.
0: Uh, Bullseye. I love my boy. He he could be very yes. consistent at times, and if you just need someone to finish someone off, bullseye is your man. Um, yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new person, Honey Badger, who can be very aggressive and also lower your opponent's defense dice.
1: And she has that tactic card. Was it Jonathan?
0: Yes, she has Jonathan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think that was awesome. I'm like, oh, we got another, you know, nebula character where they can't, you know, contest objectives, but then you have Jonathan. I'm like, that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm either down for Honey Badger, maybe... uh, I like Bullseye a lot. Lately, I've been playing him and throwing him in every affiliation, and he's just... That one ping of damage just...
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It annoys people. And he (laughs)
0: ignores cover, which is never a bad thing.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: It's becoming more and more relevant that all of a sudden has to ignore cover.
1: Yeah, especially annoying characters like Rocket.
0: Yep. Um, so do we want to get Bullseye in here?
1: Yeah, I love Bullseye.
0: Cool. So, any other characters that jump out to you?
1: Mm, out of affiliation? mm
0: mm-hmm. More uh, in affiliation. If there's more in affiliation people you want to talk about, go
1: right ahead. Sweet. Let's see here. Hmm. Quicksilver is good, too.
0: Yeah. Quicksilver is very solid.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I think we get to do a lot of uh, objective shenanigans with it because uh, mm-hmm. he gets of borrow that. And then between miles, forcing characters to drop objectives, too.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's going to depend on your extract suite, which of two yeah. cactus cards you take. Um, because between Quicksilver and the Inhumans, you have both Teru Genesis and Can I Borrow That? But one only affects civilians and one only affects assets. Yep. Um, let's see. A thing <laughs> I want to bring up, looking at how many free threats we have. Because we have a lot of low threat characters right now. Yeah. Do we want to get Dormammu in here
1: as just Why not? that
0: one character's flash affiliation?
1: Why not? I am not opposed.
0: Mm-hmm. Big Daddy D. Yes. <laughs> and then um, we still have one slot left. Um, and a personal character that I want to throw out there. Mm -hmm. Um. is sometimes you just need to go aggressive. And if you need to go aggressive, Killmonger is a great character. And giving him the power to always charge is very good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm always a fan of Killmonger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his defense stats are good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like it.
0: And that is a 10-character roster. Um... Which then leads into probably the more interesting discussion, which is going to be our secures, because um, we do have we have our aggressive characters and then we have our control characters, and I think we're much more on the control end than the aggressive end. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have a slot set aside, two slots set aside for the times we need to be aggressive. I think if we're going to be aggressive, we're much more likely to be on the door marble. Plan than the Inhumans plan. Yeah. So I think we're going to be a more controlly list. Um, do you agree with that? Yeah.
1: Uh, between Miles throwing and uh Beast throwing or pushing characters, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think the first thing we want to talk about is the new esque superpowered Scoundrel form sinister syndicate.
1: That's a <laughs> that's a fun one to say.
0: Yes, it's quite the tongue twister. I've been getting a lot of practice on it.
1: That's awesome. I'm glad you said it in that me. (laughs) Uh,
0: So it's, uh, for those who may not know, it is five points in the giant X across the middle map, uh, otherwise known as map X. Players score one victory point for each token they're contesting, and then characters contesting a token have cover from attacks made by characters not contesting the same token. So it gives you extra survivability and it means certain characters, aka Nebula and Honey Badger, have a much rougher time fighting you because they can never contest that objective token. Uh, and thus, you always have cover against them.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I do I, I feel happy that they're bringing more crisis out.
0: Oh, yes. Um... I think we have had enough new secures for a while, and I think we need more new extracts because the last oh, yeah. what suite of four new missions have all been secures. Because mm-hmm. uh, we had yeah. sword base and researcher came out at the same time, and then we had intrusions and superpower Scoundrels. Yeah. Um, we are bringing the team, we are bringing uh, Inhumans, so we have to talk about carriage and collapse.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I like that one.
0: Yeah, it's, it's 20 points, we like big point values right now. Uh, my problem is it may hurt Miles more than it helps the rest of our characters, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and we are also bringing a good chunk of the Inhumans that aren't immune to poison. Oh, yeah, because we're bringing Beast and Quicksilver, both aren't immune to poison. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure as much on this one as I would be on a normal Inhuman scheme, if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely, yeah. No way.
0: Okay. Um, I do think we like the spread-out scenarios. I think we have Medusa is a very self-sufficient character. Black Bolt mm-hmm. can be a very self-sufficient character. Miles is very good about ducking and dodging um, to where he needs to be. So I think we can go for those teams Yeah. Um,
1: Let's see here. And mm-hmm. so that is
0: Cosmic Invasion and Riot Spark or Portals Under one City. But I'm not sure about portals because it's a Peter flip, and Miles, as we said, has power issues. Yeah. Let's
1: see here.
0: Let's see. All right, it's portals. Let's see here. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. So we have Cosmic Invasion, Blackwater Descent, uh, which is when uh, during the power phase for each. Uh, each character within one of a couple vault, you roll a die and then a while, you gain two power, but they get pushed short. Yeah. Um, riots, we have pay one, pay one, heal one, damage from a non-dice character, which I don't think we mind that much. Um, I think we actually really like Riots to give us a little bit of survivability for a kind of squishy, controlling team at times.
1: Yeah, healing is never bad.
0: Yeah. And I think we can get, because we have a lot of defensive rerolls, we can get more out of our healing than our opponents can. Yeah. Um, do we also want to do Cosmic Invasion, or is there a third mission that jumps out to you or something you want to play?
1: Uh, honestly, Cosmic Invasion is not too bad. Uh, Miles, he can, you know, pay the power, and if he gets the two power, then he can move back to before point, no uh, issue. Correct. And Lockjaw can help out with that too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tell to people. Yeah. So I don't mind it.
0: Okay. So that gives us three. Uh, and now extracts. And it will determine the direction we kind of go in some of our tactics card choices. Uh, yeah. See. And I think we wanna I think we wanna go wide. Um uh, so let's start the conversation with spider infected. Spider infected invade Manhattan. Yep. Big F extract five spider infected. Um, each character can only hold one, so it benefits to go wide, which we're doing solidly but not amazingly. Um I think we can always get five to six characters on the board. I don't think we'll get up to, like, seven.
1: Oh, no. Now with Black Bolt.
0: That was Black Bolt. But that's okay. Black Bolt is very good. Yeah. Um, And we don't mind getting moved around as much. I think the one that really does not like the scenario, and I don't think we would bring on this scenario, is Lockjaw. Yeah. Because Lockjaw does not like getting displaced. Um, but I think it benefits us a lot. And then immediately following that, we have Stroke The Cube continues.
1: Yeah. I wonder, Also, looking at that, I was always getting damage, always makes me nervous, especially if we don't have any healing factors, or...
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not 100% sure if that's the direction we want to go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um. um mm-hmm. We can also go the direction of hammers.
1: Oh, hammers, yes.
0: Everyone loves a hammer, except for Convocation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hammer is great.
0: Yeah, I, I think Convocation was specifically designed to hook, uh, to not be good on hammers.
1: Yeah. And Miles likes hammers, too, because yeah. he can run, run with them, run away with them, and then his builder, you know, becomes a five or a six, depending on how many hammers he has.
0: And it can quickly jump to a seven or an eight once he webs wins.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot.
0: So that leaves us one more extract. Um and I wanna here. offer up a weird one. Okay. Uh Mystic Wakanda Norb.
1: Ooh. That one's always intimidating to me. Okay.
0: So it we have Miles, who can uh, teleport on top of his moves, which is very good. And we have Lockjaw, who can teleport people who are holding the hook. And Miles is fairly good at being defensive and survivable, plus his stealth. Uh, so it's, there's a lot of components here to make having Miles be a hook carrier feel good, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm all about trying new things, so let's do it.
0: And you can set up your turn where you spend at round one, where you set up Miles as activation two, um, and you go uh, pass power to Miles from a character, and they go do their thing. And then And then you as Miles steal the power from someone else, double walk, pick up the hook, and then immediately web swing back towards your line. Yeah. You can keep him out of harm's way.
1: Yeah. I like it. And I think Miles and Lockjaw together would be good, too. Yeah. Because if Miles gets real endangered, maybe Lockjaw can jump up and save him.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So just currently looking at our 15, uh, we get a... One second.
1: Is it like Black Bolt, Medusa, Lockjaw, and Miles? That's 15, right?
0: Yes. Second, I am making some things here. Yes. So we get uh, Black Bolt, Miles, Medusa, and Lockjaw would be our team.
1: How do we feel about that?
0: I, I feel fairly solid about that. Yeah. Um, Blackbolt can really punish the other hook carrier pretty effectively. Uh, Miles, uh, Lockjaw does not mind getting his power stolen from him from the power phase, uh, as long as you can set it up where Miles ends up close to Lockjaw, um, for Lockjaw's turn, and then, uh, Medusa can, is really good about defending, uh, your vessel. From the opponent putting their, uh... for the opponent scoring their hook.
1: hmm Yeah. And then, uh, we added Miss Marvel too, right?
0: Yeah. We have Miss Marvel on the team. She does not fit at 15. But if we go up to 18, we can definitely fit her in. Or right. even just 16. Um, just because we need that lockjaw in there for the hook place. Yeah. Um. He is the we end up choosing for that. Okay. So it looks sure. like we have fairly solid teams at most of the sweat levels. Um and we have some fun stuff going on with our Dormammu splash at times, too, which I cannot complain about. Mm-mm. Um so now it leaves us with tactics cards, um, and right. let's start out with a better tomorrow. Yes, uh, for those that don't know, a better tomorrow is a team-up card for Miss Marvel and Miles Morales. If Miles is within two of an allied Miss Marvel, normal mode, both characters may spend two each to play this, um, and uh, Miss Marvel normal. Uh, transforms into miss marvel and big ends. While resolving this transformation, place Miss Marvel within three instead of one, and then place Miles Morales within one of Miss Marvel. So if you're at a point value where you can support both Miss Marvel and Lockjaw on the hub, uh this is very good.
1: Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's very chunky, um, and I think even on non-hub things, it can allow you to cross the board super quickly.
1: Yeah, I want to measure that out one day and just see how far it goes out.
0: Yeah, because it's small base, because you can be uh, within two. So it's range two plus small base plus range three plus medium base uh, plus range one. <laughs> Yeah. If I, I like remember that. correctly, I think oh, in Big End, Miss Marvel is medium base. But let me have yeah. to check. I can just go uh, to the base size, reference. Might be. No, she's a sixty-five millimeter in Big end. Yeah. So that is uh, range two plus uh small base plus main 3 plus big base plus range one. ...movement for Miles miles, Which is a lot.
1: That's so much.
0: (laughs) Because that is... ...not including the bases.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Not including base side. That is... ...1.5 plus 3 plus... uh, ...6. That's 9, 10 and a half inches. Plus base... ...plus... A hundred millimeters.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of movement.
0: That is a lot of movement.
1: Yeah, I have, like, the stupid grin on my face and just how ridiculous that is, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's nuts.
0: So, yeah. Um, So, that's very good. Um, Now, let's talk about the Inhuman Cards. Oh, yeah. Uh, There are three of them. We have Adelaine Rising. where any inhuman character may play this card, all inhuman characters gain one power for each allied in, all allied inhuman characters gain one power for each allied injured inhuman character. So it gets it more powerful for the more injured characters you have. Um, then you have Inhuman Royal Family, where any number of allied inhuman characters may spend two each to play this card. Once this round, each character may spend power to play this card. Uh, each character may that spent power to play this card may re-roll any number of dice on one of their attack or defense walls. So this is a one shot reroll any when you need it for the turn for two power, which is very powerful.
1: Yeah, I I really like that one, especially if we're fishing for something or you know for a push or something. Yeah, I think it's really good.
0: And then we have Toe Genesis, where any inhuman may play, spend sweet to play this card, choose an enemy character holding its filling token within three of this character, and roll four dice. Deal a damage for each crit, wild, or hit. If the enemy character is dazed to care by this damage, you score VP, 2 VP. Um, while I think this is very strong, I don't think it has a place in the game right now.
1: No. I don't think so, either. We need more civilian-based, yes. uh...
0: Well, and most importantly, one of the big... the most played civilian extract has since been banned out of the game. <laughs> yep. Uh, so now we are down to legitimately only three civilian extracts. Yeah. Uh, Which are Mutant Extremist, uh scroll infiltrate uh scrolls infiltrate world leadership and spider infected in manhattan
1: yep yeah I mean I definitely like the Inhuman Royal family.
0: Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. Now we need to talk about our other affiliation Dark Dimension Which has two cards um, Dark Empowerment Which is very confusing when you read it, but it basically means for the cost of a damage, you can choose another character within three, and then your attack, um, your attack cannot gain you power, but the chosen character can gain power, gains power equal to damage dealt by the attack. What makes this interesting and powerful is you can spend the damage. Mm-hmm. Um to, uh and then make a spender attack, an attack that would not naturally gain power equal to damage dealt.
1: Oh awesome, yeah.
0: And then the chosen character still gains power equal to damage dealt on your big swirl of dice.
1: Oh yeah, that's great. That is definitely confusing though.
0: Yeah, it is, it, it's really, really wooded. Um, you can also, you can use it to empower your Dormammu, or you can use it on Dormammu, who does not gain power off the attacks anyway, to, uh, pass power onto a, uh, kind of dry character like Miles Marlins. Yeah. Though Miles really just appreciates the two power turn anyway. hmm And then we have Dark Restoration, which is during the cleanup phase, Dormammu may spend six power to play this card. Place an allied character of threat three value, threat value three or less that has been ko this game with a cure storm bombing. The character is healthy, has no damage, special conditions, or effects.
1: I guess that could revive uh Miles.
0: <laughs> yeah, it can revive Miles, it can revive uh Beast, it can revive uh Lockjaw. It can revive a lot of people on our team. Yeah. Do either of those jump out to you as things you want to get in this list.
1: Hmm. The Dark Empowerment sounds sounds good. Uh yeah. I mean, honestly, both of those what do you think? I'm torn. I, right I now. think
0: they're both very powerful and we do have ten taxes card slots, so let's get them in there for now and come back to it when we see what else we have. Yeah. Um, next up let's go into our character specific cards. Now Miles Morales has another character-specific card that he can use, but it requires Venom, so who we do not have. Oh yeah, um, it's still a very good card that I recommend people play. Um, but then we have a last-minute save for Lockjaw, which we yeah. were talking about earlier.
1: Yeah, definitely. I've played with Inhumans before, and that has come in clutch. Once or twice, so definitely cool. a fan of that.
0: Let's get it in there then. Um and then we have uh let me go back to our list of characters so I can remember some stuff. Yes, can I borrow this for uh Mr. Quicksilver?
1: Yep. And and uh let's see here. Quicksilver and we have hammers, so that's good.
0: Yeah, we have we have both camels, um, and the hub
1: yeah oh yeah
0: you can steal your opponent's hub just like you can with Enchantments, you can steal your opponent's hub with can I borrow this yeah um and then uh we have use of the ser If we want it in there,
1: let's see here. Spend three power. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, for those that may not know, it is Killmonger's specific card. It he may spend three power, and in this round, uh, you choose a character with the highest threat value. And for the rest of the round, Killmonger adds two dice to his attack rolls against that character. And if he dares or KOs that character this round, he gain uh, you gain two VP.
1: I mean, yeah. Seems like a free two points.
0: Yeah, it can be very powerful at times. Uh, now we haven't touched the restricted list at all.
1: So, uh, usually I like to bring Brace for Impact for Restricted.
0: Yeah, Brace is a very good card. Yeah. Um, Especially with how, like, weenie our team is at times. Um, Mm -hmm. like, Bullseye falls over to a throw. Beast is fairly survivable, as is Quicksilver and, uh, Spider-Man because of their rerolls. Yeah. Um, but Black, uh, Medusa can really fall down to some throws. Um, I have not played enough Ms. Marvel to make a statement about her,
1: so. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I haven't played her at all, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, she comes out in about a week and a half in the US, from what I understand.
1: Yeah, I think like January 15th ish, right? Is uh,
0: it should be the second Friday of the month, which would be the 14th. 14th,
1: there you go.
0: Would it be the 15th? That's more than however many days two weeks is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like. Mm hmm.
0: I do think baseline pack is good. Do you have a second card that you want
1: to uh, bring in? I think med Pack's always good. May mm-hmm. uh, I mean, not be always like the funnest choice to bring, but it always helps out.
0: And then for uh, just generic cards, I do want to bring up uh, cards that I talked about earlier in the episode. No matter the cost. Uh, which is, when a character declares an attack action during their activation, they may spend 1 to sweet power to play this card. Reduce the power cost of the attack by the amount of damage suffered. Um, this is good in two really important cases in all this. One is the Black Bolt case that we were talking about earlier, um, where you use it only in the game to displace someone off of the center line. Mm-hmm. The second... Is that it allows you to, even on zero power, always Venom Blast. Yeah. And that can be very clutch at times.
1: Yeah. And honestly, this is my favorite part of the episodes, always, because now I use Eyes on the Prize, I use, you know, all these weird uh, tactic cards that no one really talks about, so.
0: Just because yeah. just I brought them up before.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I was like, "Oh, you gotta check this out," and it's it's crazy because I'm driving, and then, and then I'm like, "Oh, that sounds really good." So like, mm-hmm. I'll just pull over, write it down. I'm like, "I'm gonna look at you know, that one later and add it to a list."
0: <laughs> have Have I indoctrinated you into the cult of Mark For Death?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I told uh, my friend about it too, and he's and uh, I think he added it to his list.
0: Mm-hmm. Mark for Death is so sneaky, I cannot yeah. believe more people aren't playing it.
1: Yep. And uh, Mark to De- Mark Death, they have another one that's similar to it. Um...
0: Uh, so oh, it's Disarm, right? Uh, Yeah, Disarm oh, is similar no. to it.
1: No. You're thinking oh, yeah. of Acute Accus. Senses. Yep, Acute Senses, that's the one.
0: Which is, Acute Senses is an interesting card. I think it does not do as much as Mark for Death.
1: Yeah. I agree. Especially, you know, most not a lot of characters have uh, stealth. Mm-hmm. So, Mark for Death is good because you just focus on one, right?
0: Yeah, well, that yeah. and uh, Mark for Death has other use cases. Um, I have Mark for Death and Angela who does not have stealth to just prevent her, to make her move short for a round. I have oh, yeah. Mark for Death, a character with a defensive rebel. I have Mark for Death as Vimo before. Just to yep. get rid of his defensive evils, it is so versatile. I cannot believe more people aren't playing
1: it. Yeah, now I wish I actually had this in my list instead of uh, Acute Senses for Mystique. My mm. friend likes to play a lot of uh, Brotherhood, so <laughs> so this would be awesome.
0: Also, um, you can make an amazing Spider-Man stay really, really sad by mocking him for death.
1: Oh, I'd be so mad. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah.
0: No re-rolls. You move short.
1: Yeah, basically cancels Amazing Spider-Man completely.
0: Yeah, it's not quite the pea where you also get the stealth, because Amazing Spider-Man doesn't have stealth, but it's it's really good. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, are there any other cards that you're thinking about that you think may be better than one of the ones that we have in our list right now?
1: Mm, are we at max at 10 already?
0: We are at 10 right now.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Is there any thoughts with it?
0: Um, let's see. I think we have a really, really solid core. We always need to bring at least one of Quicksilver, Lockjaw, Kill- or Killmonger to have, or Miss Marvel to have a full five set of Cactus cards if we're playing in humans.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
0: So we could easily turn one of our two documenting cards into another generic card so we don't always need to bring one of those characters so we can. Yeah. Make five cards, but also that would basically be a list of Miles, Black Bolt, Medusa, Beast, and Bullseye, or something like that, which is not a bad list actually. No. So I think that is a trap we may run into with with how we have it laid out. So I think we want to drop one of our two documentation cards and free up an extra slot for generic. Yeah, let's
1: see here. Um, we could. Drop. Let's see, place an ally character. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Cause uh, you know what? Let's let's be hopeful and let's drop dark restoration.
0: Okay. And, and let's hope then,
1: that Miles lives.
0: <laughs> and then is there a generic card that jumps out to you.
1: I wonder how swarmy we'll be. Uh, I don't think like, we'll disarm- be that.
0: I, I don't yeah. think we'll be that swarmy, which means we'll always have priority. Yeah. And so I don't think disarm is actually that good in swarmy lists. Oh, really? Um, because the power of disarm is when you have priority, you can activate on one side of the board, take out a threat, and then mm-hmm. on the other side of the, the board, disarm one of their threats.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: And when they get to activate their threat before you can disarm them, it's a lot less powerful. Um, So, this may be the style of team that works with disarm more than against it, if that makes sense. Yeah. There is also, um, I'm a big fan of blind obsession, I think it's very, very solid. Yep. Um, yeah, I next also want to mm-hmm. talk about uh, a newer card um, that I don't think I've actually brought up on the show yet, which is fallback. Fallback is it Fall it back a very <laughs> card, but I want to talk about fallback. Fall back. All right, I'll look it up. Um, it is yeah. from the Hofstra pack that's going to be coming out later this month here in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. And it's when an ally character is attacked before damage is dealt, they may spend two. This character may advance short away from the attacking character. It is basically a potting shot that you have to spend before damage is dealt, so it's not quite as good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, we have Miles, who's very squishy and must be holding an extract, and we can fall back him outside of stealth uh. It does not cancel that first attack, but it means the two-attack code is very, very hard. We also have other characters that are holding extracts, like uh, Quicksilver and even, to a lesser extent, Bullseye who can, if he has enough power, which is a big ask for Bullseye. But if he has yeah. enough power, can stack both a fallback into a potting shot.
1: Yeah. You know, let's do that one. I like that. Because even, you know, even if you get attacked and you dodge you can still do, like, a free movement to run away further.
0: Yeah, and it prevents like it. that double attack. And also a short yeah. movement is a range 2 stick. So even if you're at range 1, you can prevent... All second second attacks from range two only characters, and if mm-hmm. you're about at range, uh, a little bit within range two, uh, just within range two of a character, uh, falling back will get you with outside of range three of that character.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a no brainer. Let's do that. Mm-hmm.
0: So it is. It can be very good at times. Uh. So, yeah, that is a full list. Uh, what do you think of it?
1: Yeah, I'm excited to try it. So, like I was saying earlier, you know, I've been trying to play different affiliations five times, and I've purposely waited. I was really hoping to do in humans today. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, I'll play it today or, you know, try out this list.
0: So, you cannot quite play this list as of today. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to wait till the 14th for Miss Marvel to come out. Yep. Um, and you will still have to change out of Secure. But I think everything else will be out on the 14th.
1: Oh yeah, that's true, because of the F1. Uh, mm-hmm. Super.
0: Superpowered super Scoundrels. <laughs> um, so yeah, for the people at home, the final list is Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Black Bolt, Medusa, Miss Marvel, Lockjaw, Beast, Bullseye, Quicksilver, Dormammu, and Killmonger. For taxes cards, we have A Better Tomorrow in Human Royal Family, Dark Empowerment, Last Minute Save, Can I Borrow That? Usurp the phone, Raise From pack, Med tax no matter the cost, and fall back. For Secures, we have Superpower Scoundrels, Form Sinister Syndicate, Riot Spark Over Extremist 3.0, Cosmic Invasion, Black Order Descend on us, And for Extract, we have Super- uh, Spider Infected, Invade Manhattan. Uh Theogrip's world as was well the terrorized cities and Mystic Wakanit of Factor Affection. So yeah, that seems like a super super fun list. Uh and I would love to hear how it goes for you.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And uh yeah, that's exciting.
0: Um is there anything you wanna shout out?
1: Um yeah, I guess uh so it's funny because I know you always mention you do custom Arkham Horror. Uh, yes. Content and my and we have a board game channel uh, called Board Games and Chill and that's one of my favorite games. Any of the Arkham Horror series is awesome and I can't wait to. We're setting up a game now to play uh, In Fathomable.
0: Oh, I have. I am looking at my copy of Infathomable Fathomable right now. It is. It is. How do I say it? It's a great game. It is an older school of design your first game will not be, like, a blockbuster experience like you get out a lo- lot of out-of-the-box games right now. It is definitely mm-hmm. a game that shines the more times you play it.
1: Awesome. And what uh, board games have you been playing lately? Or some okay. of your favorites?
0: Uh, So, uh, some of my favorites are from the card game, which uh, I highly, highly recommend um, if you get the chance to download and to print and play the Dark Matter custom campaign by Axiolotl. Okay. It is, it, it is one of those things that is so close to an actual like SSG produced campaign. It is impressive.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just impressed that people can make custom content and you know and it's really good, you know? Like I don't know. Yes. That's...
0: Well, um, all shoutouts have to go to the people who make Stranger Aeons, which is the um, basically it's there's a uh, a app, uh, mm-hmm. a program that you can get on your computer called StrayJance, that is cool. We have the template all laid out, you just need to fill in these boxes with the, with the effects that you want, and, and adding the art here using this thing, and it makes actually making custom content for Arkham Horror the Card Game so much easier than creating custom content for, say, Marvel Crisis Protocol.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lately, uh, for us, uh, the games we've been playing lately has been uh, Final Girl and Unsettled. Have you, and Nemesis is one of my favorite. Nemesis is, like, my favorite game.
0: Have yeah. you played that one yet? Um, I have not gotten the chance to play it, um, mm-hmm. but I have heard good things about it. I, just, I don't get to sit down with people a lot, so I play a lot of single-player or two-player games a lot. Um, I recently got the Resident Evil 3 board game.
1: Oh, nice! And that
0: has been so much fun.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and uh, if you never tried Final Girl, it's I mean, if you like horror stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Final Girl is awesome. Have you heard of it?
0: I I have heard of it. I, I keep yeah. up on a bunch of like news sources about it, so even if I don't play a board game, I know about a lot of board games.
1: Yeah, that one's really fun.
0: And then I do have I I do also have not started Edge of the Earth yet, but I do have it.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, we. Yeah, I've only had three cycles in, I think, of Arkham Horror LCG. It's just been a pain in the butt to find all the expansions.
0: So, uh, that's going to be getting easier for you if you haven't heard.
1: Yeah. The, they, have, they have like big boxes now, right?
0: Yes. So they, they're splitting it into investigator, the investigator box and the uh, scenario box, basically. So you can just buy a box that is all of the missions for, for an entire cycle, and you can buy a box that is all of the player cards for a cycle. Awesome. Edge um, of, of the Earth is the first one that they're doing it, but they have announced that they are going back and doing this style of thing for all the previous cycles. Oh, good. Which will make things a whole lot easier for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... This should have done it from the beginning.
0: Yes! <laughs> It has its closing costs.
1: Yeah, I think for local gaming stores, it's hard for them to have, you know, shelf space for five different packs and stuff. I don't know.
0: Yes, so it's, it's at the start of the game, there was a lot of value in the monthly release schedule mm-hmm. for drumming up, for keeping people interested in the game. But now that it is so, like, cemented, it does not need that, like, hype machine for it. Oh, that's true. Because a lot of the early cycles, it was like, okay, where's the story going? Where are we going next? And stuff, was a lot of the conversation in those dead space. But now that they're describing custom content scene, there seems to fill in those gaps. Now that we have an eight-month cycle between releases rather than a one-month cycle between releases.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. hmm
0: um, but yeah, uh, if people wanted Great. to find you, where could they find you?
1: Uh, I guess on YouTube for board games and chill. I'm very active in the uh, Facebook groups and just Nathan Beyond Hell, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's like spelled like by Angel. So <laughs> if you guys want to find me, <laughs> nice. And uh, then that, that's it. Yeah.
0: Cool. And if you want to support the show, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash Lexa White, where you will get. Uh, two bonus episodes a month of me talking about TV and movies, uh, for the end of December. I, for the end of the year, I did a set of, uh, bonus episodes of my top 25 phones of the year and my top 10 movies and TV of the year. And then also you get access to the Morlocks Discord, where you can see my custom, uh, uh, my custom Marvel vs. Protocol, uh, stuff which I'm working on a versus Capcom expansion, among other things. Um, and I'm currently working on, like, designing that. Um, so you can come and talk to me about it and help me figure stuff out at times, because I have been asking people for, like, hey, how did this sound with a lot of stuff? Um, as well as just general Marvel Crisis Protocol talk, general Occupy the Card Game talk, and TV and movie talk, because... Those are the things I am passionate about, and I want a place that supports them all. Um, and then, uh, for, uh, you can also find me as Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to watch me play something completely different, Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash Codab Games, I sit down with, uh, the titular Codab to talk custom Occam the card game design. And then most most of the time we took a like month long break for December because the holidays. Uh but uh every other Monday at twitch TV slash the fuzzy NATO, I uh sit down with some of my friends from across the world and teach them board games, which is always a good time. So yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for coming on. I hope you had a good time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And congrats on uh your 52 episodes. Last time I heard, so
0: yes, this will be episode 54. Awesome. So yes, uh, we made it through a full year of this podcast every single week.
1: That's awesome. And uh, what do you call it? And also, I watched uh, Runaways. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. made a
0: Runaways fan.
1: Yeah. So I let me tell you, I watched that in one week. It was, I had a lot of free time.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Is, is Nico and Caroline not the best representation the MCU has given us? Oh, yeah. It was just
1: so natural and just, it was good.
0: They need to get on it and get those actresses back into the actual MCU.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's never going to happen.
1: But... Yeah, and, yeah, I didn't know too much about Runaways, so I was like, oh, you know, I wanted to see them have, like, more powers, I guess, but it was it was dope. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, then,
0: uh, I want mm-hmm. to see them on the table. It's just an authentic and old lace model would be great.
1: Oh, yeah. And, uh, what do you call it? Oh, man. And have you seen, uh, Arcane?
0: Uh, yes, very emphatically. Uh, you need to go listen to my top 10 uh, movies and TV of the year. Cause it, yeah, I it have appears to. on that list.
1: I want to be surprised if it's like number one or something. I don't know. That show jumped up for me. Invincible, oh, yeah. Invincible came out this year too, right?
0: Uh I don't know. I oh, I okay. I bounced off of Invincible. Oh, I got it. Um, you no, know, I have a weird cross section of stuff on my top ten list. I'm not going to spoil it all, but there's some fun stuff. Uh, my top two is pretty obvious if you've been listening to me and my bonus podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it's some real weird stuff that I enjoyed this year.
1: Yeah. I bet Nancy Drew is up there.
0: <laughs> How did you know?
1: I don't know, maybe I listened. I don't know.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um so once again, uh thank you for coming on and Oh perfect. Keep experimenting, people.